My name is Aram, and my pronouns are he, him. I'm the producer of the Dungeon & Dragons podcast, God's Fall. My name's Dylan. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm a physicist from Canada. Welcome to Kill Every Monster. Even if they respected the dragon, you would be a thug. Just another common thug. And I want to be a hero. So he'd think that. And he would turn back to you. And he would lean back. And he's got his sword up. And he's got his shield along the top of it now. And he's definitely taken a stance. Sadly, though, you do not have what I require. Not with your head attached to your body. You know, you'd be shocked how many times I've heard that. This one will be your last. It is quite delightful. You believe so. As I said, I've died many times and been bored more times than you can count. But if you wish to settle this the uncouth way, then I shall oblige your hero's folly. As this conversation is happening, Nathaniel can like look over his shoulder when he hears the little scrabbling as that man in the furs fucking runs outside of the blast radius. And I think we're going to roll for initiative. That is a 19 plus one is going to be 20 total. An 18 plus two for 20 total. Oh shit. Uh, well, my dex is only 12. You get just close enough that your motion indicates that you're actually going for the attack. You are not backing down. You're not sizing him up anymore. Like you move to go in. Austin, you are faster. I am quite bored with this one. And you just see me open up my maw And you see in the back of it this, like, purple, like, almost, like, it crackles like lightning building in the back as I release this breath and, like, the fucking, like, Godzilla, like, ram stoke noise happens and I use my acid breath. So that's the dexterity saving throw. 14 plus 3 is 17. Okay, you're half damage. You'll take oh, half of 11, t- d- 11 d8s. Let me roll these. Except it does not, because I have a magical shield and the shield master feat. Shield master. If you are subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, you can use your reaction to take no damage if you succeed the saving throw, interposing your shield between yourself and the source of the effect, which I believe would be this dragon. Yeah, that's uh You bastard. Last time we saw Nathaniel, he was level four. Now he's like level 13. He may be an idiot, but he's learned something in that time. Hmm. Well, let's make it fun, shall we? And I take to the sky. 
Is there a big hole or do you just burst through the roof? I go through the roof. I go 80 feet straight up. Just a shower of wood and glass and stone. Rom, I want you to just just another quick dexterity save. That that could be an 18 plus one is 19. I'm killing it right now. Shield over your head, just the debris hits, like you kind of toss a larger plank aside, like you crunch down with the weight of it and have to throw it off. But you keep yourself steady and you just watch this thing get wildly, like far enough away that it starts to look like a large bird. In the time as I'm stepping outside, right? I am going to, is there a corpse? There's gotta be at least a corpse here, right? Probably. Okay, so in, the, so in the time that I'm walking outside, I am going to shrug off my robe, animate a corpse, slip the robe on it, and send it out the front door. So it's in the same big, thick, heavy robe I was, and then I'm gonna wait at the front entrance. I've got some tactics. Yeah, you've learned a thing or two. Animate dead is a one minute casting time. Never mind, I don't do that. It was a great strategy for the record. But I don't have time for any of that. Okay, so instead, I take my crossbow, I get to the front door, and I'm kind of like in the front door, looking up and around and seeing what the dragon plans to do. I guess I'll hold my action until it gets near enough. From the sky. Oh, come on, what is it? You can't, uh... You can't find me. Surely I'm a big enough target. Perhaps you're hiding. You would think I would have had something where I could fly, right? But no, no, <laughs> all of this time he hasn't figured out how to fly. Oh, you're hiding like a coward, correct? You've taken to the skies like one, like he's trying to shout back. When you shout back, I dive bomb for the entrance. Oh shit. So I come like 80 feet like back down, like almost on top of you. And I am going to make my three attacks. I'm gonna take my held action as you dive down then, and I'm gonna fire the crossbow. That's going to be a 16 plus six is 22. Okay, so it only does one die four damage. Three points of damage. You know you're fighting a dragon, right? Hang on. It only does three points of damage, but as that bolt hits you, the glass breaks and a dust explodes around you like a little cloud of dust. And I need you to make a saving throw, a constitution save DC 15. That is a 15 on the die plus six. Your eyes water and there's like like a like a real strong taste of pepper in your mouth and you cough for a second, but otherwise you're not affected. Did you just try to fucking pepper spray a dragon? <laughs> I tried to pepper spray a dragon. The original worse. intent was to wait until it starts to breathe acid, have it ready, fire it down its throat, and disrupt it. Probably with advantage, because I fired it down its throat, right? No. That was the original intent. <laughs> this was just... <laughs> I have other plans. This is one of them, okay? Three things in rapid succession. First off, uh, just addressing the nonsense Aram is spewing. Uh, believe it or not, 
firing at a smaller target doesn't confer advantage. Yeah, but situationally, it had its, it had its mouth open, and I prepared well, and therefore, I should get advantage. No. Uh, thing two. I mean, there are like feats you can do to take aim and get advantage. Yeah. Austin, uh, did you roll for uh, recharge? Nope. I, I hadn't, but also nope, I just didn't get it. Uh, such a beautifully bad attempt, I'm crying. <laughs> My. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. And I will... All right, I am AC-22. Those thick palamins. Mm-hmm. Bite attack. 7 plus 15, 22. Oh, that got me. Uh, you will take 15 piercing damage and 4 acid damage. It's those last remnants from the acid breath lingering on the teeth that just kind of yeah. let them push into the metal. Like, there's a clang... But then as they eat away at the integrity of it, the teeth just start to sink until you feel them hit skin. I like bite in on your shoulder and I like one eye looks at you. The moment our eyes meet, you just see fire in mine. I see the hate in yours, but you see the hate in mine. And as those teeth sink in, you feel more heat. And there's an explosion as as a reaction, I cast Hellish Rebuke. Incorrect. so, uh, you used a held action, which is a reaction. You used right. shield master, which was also a reaction. You're right. So this You're would right. be your can't third reaction in You're another. Right. 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 <laughs> Didn't right. catch That's it the first wrong. time, but you absolutely do not hellish rebuke this. I'm sorry. Please do your other damage. Uh, it is 23 slashing. And I, I, I can't like grapple anything with this, so it like that all happens, and I like kind of like go, and now we're just like twenty-three points of damage as you rend my back. Yeah. Oof. It's that into the back, and the teeth let go, and as the dragon pulls their arm back, it just hurls you back into that door frame. You just slam against it. <sighs> the door was barely intact as it stood. The door just falls out. So you just like, you rip into my shoulder, you tear into my back. There's a gout of blood as you hurl me backwards and slam me against the wall. And you see that same fire in my eyes as I slam a hand to my chest and heal 65 points of damage. You see those wounds like just burn from the inside with like some internal fire sear and then the, the flesh just melts until the wound is gone. It just melts back into me. Those paladins. Wily fuckers. And I'm just gonna say, that is not enough, creature. And you just see him take a stance again and ready himself for the next round. Then the bonus action I'm gonna do is I'm going to cast Staggering Smite. Then that's ready on your blade, basically. Like you're conjuring it, and then your next attack can have it go off. Yep. You're like, that's not enough. And the dragon's like, you're right. As I get my acid breath back and rinse repeat, dexterity save. All right. Dexterity save plus one. That is going to 
18 plus one. So you get that acid out and that shield, wham, comes right back down. You're a lucky little prick. And just splits this stream of acid. I am very lucky. I am exceedingly lucky this round. And just like last time, I take off like 40 feet in the air. Can do that safely as well because you used your reaction. You cannot try an opportunity attack. I'm a smart dragon. <laughs> All right, so where is the most cover? Because if they're not going to come down, I'm not gonna, just going to stand in open ground. We're going to take this into a place where it's tough for them. So basically what you can imagine is uh, the ceiling of that cathedral was weak. It's a huge, like, it was ornate. It was curved. It is not built for structural integrity. Smashing through it is possible. Any of these other buildings, basically, if you get into an alley down a street, it's the sort of thing where they're all wide enough that the dragon could get in, but spreading their wings to just fly back out, a lot less feasible. There was also a couple pristine towers, right? Oh, absolutely. Where, at the very least, I could come up to them. Yeah. That would be technically an option. Uh, the other thing I'm going to point out is that you have controlled an undead. Unless you are so fucking arrogant that you actually fully dismissed it. No, I do have control over it, uh, but it's like in a statue over there, right? On a failed save, the target must obey the paladin's commands for the next 24 hours or until it uses the channel divinity again. You have, I am assuming that this is a magical bullshit thing. You have control over that ghost. All right, so am I running back in the direction of that ghost is what I guess I would That's ask. your call. Okay, sure, let's just say yes. I'm running back in the direction of that ghost. There's a there's a tower behind the statue. I happen to notice as we were talking. So I'm sprinting back in that direction to get to that tower. And as I see the statue, I'm going to be like, hey, ghost lady, hey, ghost. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's not even that. You have that connection. You can just... You just, as you're running, extend your hand out and just yank. And you watch her as if somebody grabbed her by the rib cage and pulled her out of the statue. Just jerk into physical space. Awesome. So as I'm running that way, she's being drugged this way. And as we're, uh, and as like we're passing each other, I'm like, distract that. It's <laughs> like sprinting towards the tower. As you see, you sprinting towards the tower, and you're probably thinking like, there's no one to make it. This dragon can fly super fast. You look back and you see the dragon land in front of the spirit and the spirit just like put a hand like on their snaws. Snaws? Nose? Nuzzle? Snaws is good. Snaws. Yeah. On their snaws. Snaws. Snout. Uh, Sniffer. Almost affectionately. And the dragon just kind of like sit there. Well, that was more effective than I thought it was going to be. Like midway down an alley, glance over your shoulder and you're like, what the fuck? Because you are absolutely like you're down the alley, but you were a block out from the statue. Like it's going to be another full round of hard running to get to that tower. So I would oh, fuck me. OK, I would stop and I would listen for a moment. Are they talking? Yes. Do you know Elvish? Do I know Elvish? That's a good, that's a good question. Did I take Elvish? I'm betting I didn't. 
I'm betting I did it. The character sheet that he made earlier today, did he clearly just take a look? No, no, I already had the I had the languages picked up from last time. This is this is an expanded character sheet. Oh, I did I figured you had just built it wholesale again. Okay. Languages common, dwarven, and elvish. Okay, then yeah, you understand. In Elvish, you would first hear the dragon. What are you doing here? And then the spirit just like doesn't say anything, just kind of like looks back towards you and the dragon like like growl. And then you hear the woman. I've been charged with delaying you and it would be easier if you made this easier for me. And the dragon Fine. I could use a chat, but that one foolishly tries to get away. I'll deal with them later. So I can see that they have a connection. Oh, absolutely. That's the way they're interacting is almost affectionate. I would then close my hand. I'm not going to like banish her spirit yet. Right? But I might let out a little bit of that energy as I start striding back over. Vindicta, if you wish your friend to remain, you will give me what I need. And you see the dragon look at the spirit. Oh, there's been some misunderstanding. It's not a friend. So to speak, and besides, I can see her any time I wish. Alright, he called my bluff. I'm going to try and banish this spirit. Is it charisma save for the spirit, right? Or is it your ability? It's going to be... No, it's charisma. It's going to be charisma DC 15. This ghost got a natural 20. You go to banish the ghost. And... The power washes over and you can see like it comes out differently. There's always that aura of like purplish black swirling where you are channeling corrupted energy and there was a wave of gold to this. This was you channeling the purpose of a true and good God to put something back the way it was supposed to. And by the time it gets to the ghost, it's dissipated. You feel it. You're done. You don't get that anymore. Performance anxiety? <laughs> oh, he's so pissed at this point. He's so fucking mad. Uh, does he have, No, everything he does is touch. Everything's fucking touch. Okay, you know what? You're a fucking tank. At this point, he's going to play his card he's been holding on to. And he's just enraged. And he throws a hand out and just dark smoke begins to pour out of it and just like wells up and forms this amorphous blob and these two offshoots kind of rocket up and pull out and there's this horrible screeching whinny as it coalesces into this coal black pegasus and he just hops on top of it rears up as it screams and takes to the air let's end this creature
I even told him my name. I'm not sure why he keeps speaking to me like that, but I'll <laughs> be back momentarily, either here or there. But I'll see you regardless. And the ghost just kind of nods and I take to the air. And this is his find greater steed. It was a choice between a griffin and a, uh, and like a, you know, like a nightmare pegasus. I've never seen that. So it's a nightmare pegasus. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. So is this spell concentration? That is a good question. Uh, let me double check that. The spell is concentration up to, up to an hour. You don't have your smite anymore. Uh, because I summoned the horse. Yep. That smite you were charging. Fuck, if you cast yeah. a smiting spell, you can't have the horse and vice versa. You can still use your smite ability. Right, right. So I have to do that some other time. Okay, fair enough. So that's okay. That's right. I'd rather have the horse. The horse is cool. I wonder if your friend here has the same tricks you do. Let's find out. And I got my acid breath back. All right, nice. Jesus Christ. So acid breath. Uh, dexterity saving throw for your horse. Awesome. Doesn't matter. Honestly, I've got the other feet that allows me to transfer their things to me. So it's still oh, my well, saving nice. throw. There you <laughs> Hold go. on, though, because this is an area of effect. This would be for both of you. Correct. However, I've got a saving throw that allows anything that's, so that two, hits my mount. Two hits. To, no, it's still just one. It's still just one. I'm still oh, rolling okay. just, for, uh, uh, just for me, but I'm allowed to transfer that to me. So gotcha. the shield can protect the horse, right? As well as me. Gotcha. All right. So it's a dexterity save. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. This time it's only a 13 plus one. That is a 14. That is 49 acid damage. This washes over you. You go to block it. I still take it instead of the horse, which is fortunate. Mm -hmm. But yeah. You go to block it. The horse flaps. Like, you've practiced guarding on a steed. Doing it in midair is not normal. I'm not used to the wings. And basically, you just you just can't keep it steady enough. It yeah. washes over you, and it burns through the holes in the armor, through the bits that are uncovered. Everything just sears. Did the dragon take to the air though? Mm -hmm. You flew as well. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we're both up. So we're kind of like, okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, that sucks. I hate that. That hurts. If your mount is subjected to an effect that allows it to make a dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, it instead takes no damage if it succeeds on the dexterity saving throw and only half damage if it fails. So it's it still has to roll. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What do you, I thought, I, I you thought mine replaced it. rules. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on. So you take 49. Uh, wait, wait. I you need to know what a Pegasus is saving throw is. Of course you don't have the fucking stats up. Why would uh, I know what a Pegasus is saving throw is? Or sorry, it's dex <laughs> save right, is plus on. four. It's dexterity is dex plus save two. is plus four. Yeah. Okay. I am rolling its dex save. That is going to be a 16 total. And it'll, that is good. Because it'll take half, so it takes none. <laughs> It fucking corkscrews and you it like whirls you around. <laughs> yeah, it rolled me in the way. It didn't mean to. It just freaked out yeah. and rolled me in the way. Yeah. It's waving a torch at a normal horse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. You can take your turn now. Uh, we've double checked your rules. So we are either going to. Uh, can we get above 
the thing is what I'm asking. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so half my Pegasus soar above you. <laughs> I leap off because I'm going to lose it anyway. Yeah. I bonus action my smite, and then I come down on the top of you with my shield to try and drive you into the ground. Wait, what kind of smite is this? Is this a spell this smite? This is going to... This is staggering a smite, so my okay, mount yeah. goes away. Yeah, I lose cool. the concentration. So I as I checking. leap off, the mount vanishes into like smoke and fire. My shield glows with all of my unholy might, and I try and bring it down the back of your head. So to hit first, that's going to be a plus nine. That is going to be an 18 plus nine is 27. Oof, that's a hell of a hit. My shield hits first. The shield does one plus my strike to four is five. Five points of damage. Then staggering smite, an additional four dice six of damage. So that does an additional 12 points of damage. You have to now roll a save. And, it, and the saving throw is DC 15. And I believe it's wisdom. Yes, DC 15 wisdom save. Here we go. Uh, that's a 15 on the die plus three. So oh, damn it. Okay. Fuck. Then on a failed save, you don't have you don't, nothing. So you don't have any other things. It just does damage, uh, but you but you aren't stunned, which is what I wanted to happen. Aram, give me a dexterity save or an acrobatics check, whichever is better. I will take I will take acrobatics. A uh, 12 plus nine is 21. You managed to land on the dragon. Like I said, it's it's the size of a very, very large horse, and it is not happy to have you on it, but you are <laughs> just able to keep your footing. Awesome. <gasps> what, like 60 feet in the air? I was hoping that this would have driven you back to the ground. Like you felt this huge wham. There was this loud clap as like this wave of pressure strikes you, but you only go down like 10 feet. So now we're in this very precarious <laughs> position. Let's make this fun. I'm going to use my movement action to go 160 feet straight up into the air. Okay, so you are now a total of 220 feet. Uh, 200 feet is where the fall damage caps out. That's terminal velocity. Uh, 20 d6 falling damage, for the record. Uh, and you are on this thing's back. For the record, if you want to buck him off, I'm going to treat that as effectively like a reverse grapple. Yeah, that seems we'll, right. We'll roll it the exact okay. same way. It's just going to be instead of grabbing onto him, it'll be to make him let go. I have not. Uh, I use my movement in action now, so I couldn't act. But I, I'm like, let's make this interesting. And I fly, I fly up. And I'm like, how's it, how's it going back there? You having a nice ride so far? So he's white knuckling it, right? But he's also <laughs> trying to be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Uh, but that's it for me. What you what you got? You wanna you still wanna kill this dragon right now or what's yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, he fucking does. This guy's crazy. He's got like one hand fully gripping one of the horns on your back with his shield strapped to it, just clinging on, and yet he reverses grip on his sword. His eyes wild, and he's just gonna stab into your back twice. Just wham, wham, just start digging in there. Roll your attacks. Man, All I right. know I want to be fucking hilarious here. <laughs> First hit's going to be uh, 11 plus 9 is 20. That's a hit. Okay, that one does 
Five plus four is nine points of damage, and he just pulls it out and just tries to send it right back in. That is a 17 plus nine is 26, and that's going to be an additional. Three plus four is seven points of damage as he just stabs you twice in the back. All the hate in hell. <laughs> Stop you. You're tickling me. Stop. I don't <laughs> want to drop you just yet. And I fly another 80 feet up. And I'm like, well, I think this is your stop. And I believe you'll be a lot more agreeable if I talk to you somewhere else. And I'm going to try and buck you off. All right. So opposed strength, right? Is that yep. what you said? Strength opposed yeah. by... I can roll athletics. Athletics, right? Yep. Okay. I got a plus nine. Mine's going to be a 13 plus nine is 22. Uh, oh, I don't have athletics. I'm a dragon. They don't really work out. They're just naturally strong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just big. 18 plus 422. Do ties go to defender in this situation? Ties go to active parties is my general ruling. So you are the one trying to do a thing. So you win. You just barely. You just see my fingernails scrape off the horn as I'm flung from you. It's just it's a almost a barrel roll. And then just the claw man just to get over the wing and just tear at the shield. I get to roll this damage because it's the planet itself doing the damage to you. <laughs> yes, you are the planet, Dylan. Does it take more than one turn to fall is my question. That's a good question. Do I have a round to do anything? Unless you have... I don't have anything like feather fall or anything like that. So you flew a total of 320 feet into the air, 320 feet in meters. You Canadian is well it's also science for this to work i have to do like actual physics yeah 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 that's that's what they uh, all say 97 i gotta do meters canadian science he's 97 canadian meters yeah, we're gonna fall in celsius <laughs> no, you're gonna fall in meters per second squared dipshit given that the only thing i can imagine you doing and you can correct me if i'm predicting wrong here is trying to summon your mount uh, nope, don't have any more spell slots that I can do that. Okay, uh, <laughs> out of curiosity, if you had a round, what was your fucking plan then? Shoot him again. <laughs> okay, well, you're gonna take... You're gonna take 77 points of damage because it takes four and a half seconds for you to fall 320 feet. 77 points of damage? 77. That is unfortunate as I have 72 hit points. Wow, that's incredible. Can you imagine if he fell and you're like, oh, I can still do it. <laughs> I can still, he's like lifting up the crossbow to fire one more shot. You grab that shield and you yank and it's a throw down. Like it's not you falling. You are hurled at the ground like a weapon. You have enough time to turn and it's under you. Like your, your crossbow shatters because you're trying to pull it out as you fall and you're spinning because you were thrown by your arm off of this thing's back. You're just spinning in the air as you try to get the weapon out and you hit. With all the force of a hateful god, you hit the ground. That crossbow shatters under you. It's your turn. Make a death saving throw. My first death save is three. That is a failure. 
Oof. That is a failure. Austin, it's your turn. Uh, movement action flying down. I go up to the body and I just sit and stare down at them. And I will try not to bleed. I just am staring and staring and staring and then it looks like no one's home. 16. So this one I make, pure hate. On pure hate, I'm able to make this death save as I cough up like it's just just a mouthful of blood and roll over onto my stomach and claw at the ground. The ghost comes over, makes it over to your side, Austin, looks down at the paladin, looks back up at you, looks back down at the paladin, and waits with just a bored expression. Yeah, I'm just staring and I'm like, He'll understand soon. Give me a moment. I will not. Roll to death save. 19. I have made two of my death saves. And so he would just like, he just cough and hack and roll to his side and just stare glassy eyed on the edge of consciousness at this impassive creature above him. And he just can't stop staring at his neck because in his mind, he's still going to take this creature's head as he rolls his last death save. 19. I am stable. It's that last that last fucking push as you like see it a little ways away you go to reach for your sword and the world just goes dark you're stable but you are unconscious you'll see Vindicta look over their shoulder at the sword and they look down at the ghost Dara would you be a dear and make sure that makes it down to the treasure hoard she just kind of looks over at it And just immediately goes over to pick it up. And looks back at the body. And for you, maybe now you understand that there are many, many things here stronger than you. And many, many people who could end you before they have their dinner. But I'm not quite done with you yet. I have one more thing to show you. And then, like, in this, like, unconscious space, you see one large reptilian eye open up and then a second and a third until it's like biblical angel amount of eyes. This is staring into space and all of the stars are staring back at you. And you hear these like loud footsteps and talon scratches and you see the dragon you were fighting, but it's... It is the size of a small mountain. So, you were the one giving one of my fractals a nice workout. It was enjoyable, I'll give you that. You have quite a passion in your heart, and I oh so do love the fire that's behind your eyes, the hate, hatred that I understand. You say you want respect, but I know the sunshine. You want power, you want power. Like this. And all the eyes are like, like this, like this, like this. I could help you with that, but you aren't ready for this kind of power. But 
I could share some of mine with you. I could show you the possibilities. Being a servant isn't all that bad, is it? And he would bristle at that. He'd bristle at that hard. But he does like power. And all of these eyes, like, blink out, and you see dragon maws open all around you. I don't know how this works. Like, I don't know if there's a way to explain mechanically, but... Cinematically, this is how I see it. You do put a claw on my chest and I just sink into the ground with all of your weight. And that claw begins to pierce my chest. And then in my mind's eye, this giant, huge dragon just leans down. This whole neck just comes down. And as that claw pierces my chest in reality and just obliterates my heart, that maw comes down and closes over me. And that fire in my eyes in that moment goes from that bright red to this dark, sickly green as that hate and that energy and that whatever I was pulling from as far as power is replaced with yours. Thank you for joining us for the finale of The Black Dragon. For more information about us, notes for each episode, and ways you can help support the show, head over to killeverymonster.com. If any of the ideas we've discussed on the show have sparked some of your own, tell us about it on Twitter at KEM Podcast. You'll find me at DJ Malenfant and Aram at Aram Vardian. For ad-free episodes, early releases, bonus episodes, print-ready maps, our new audio DMs notes, and my character sheets for each encounter, head over to patreon.com slash killeverymonster. You can also listen to ad-free episodes and bonus content by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts. Our intro theme and many of the sound effects you hear in the show were created by BattleBards. Check them out at BattleBards.com. This episode was produced by Aram Vartian and Dylan Malenfant. I also did the editing. Our guest was Austin Taylor. You can find them on Twitter at SailorSCTAustin. And if you are anything like me and all of that information just fell right out of your head, you'll find everything you need at killeverymonster.com. And we'll see you next time for For Kill Kill Every Every Monster. Monster. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. 
Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. The ancient mountainous deserts to the south of Faerun are the places where mortals first raised great temples and unlocked powerful secrets. A kingdom once fractured by infighting has been united under the iron claw of the red dragon, Chazar. The Great Lizard's quest for immortality has become an all-consuming obsession. His need for worshippers has set him on a path against the old gods of these lands, and they will not go quietly. An unlikely cabal of deities has banded together to undermine Jazar and ensure that their temples remain protected and active. They've traced tendrils of fate to preferred timelines, then selected five mortals who had the best chance of bringing those futures to fruition. You will take on the role of one of these chosen in Death to the Dragon King. Find out more about this Start Playing Games campaign and all of my other available games at aram.gay.